Hey, I'm Pat B. Adam Willis couldn't be with us tonight, but it's okay. We have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. I'm messing up already. I'm sorry. Mm. Here on the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Uh, I'll leap forward and by What you hear right there is me leaping off the bridge. It's like, I cast up the intro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm messing up. Hold on. Give me a second. Clearing the sinuses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house, we have my homeboy, Grandmaster JM. Peace, peace. Got me, got added all these acronyms and pseudonyms like I'm running for the FBI. Bro, so like you were not sitting here wearing like a frat shirt and stuff. Hey, man. Amen. Mm-hmm. Names on the back for those of you on the Twitch, you can see it. Conspiracy Brother James. You go with it? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> uh, and also standing right next to sitting right next to him, the very hey, handsome, Names always, always flexible. Uh, you know, friend of the show, Dale Stone's joining us again. Hey, what's going on? And uh, how long till I get my cool nickname? I mean, are we on a point system or like what? How's that work? <laughs> man, please, okay. I've seen your webpage. You don't need any help from us. Yeah, for real. I saw your webpage. Like, geez, he cock diesel swole, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, speaking of cock diesel, the man right next to him making us all, just embarrassing us all with his fortitude and prowess. Oh, my God. All right. That's right. I'm talking for us. Actually, uh, old school listeners of the Geek Down may remember our old, old producer before DJ Herbie Herb came in and earned his stripes. The man who kept this sounding amazing and extra special every week was DJ Rob Rob Bizzle. <laughs> no one's called me that in so long and I'm glad I have a nickname. I was getting ready to react to something and now I remember that I already have one. Hey man, this man was a hard act to follow because not only were you a producer for us, you also had your own show uh, here on WEMF. Yeah, we, uh, we started at... Uh, Unregular and moved to the dig and then came here and then went indie. So we've been going since 2010. I remember it was unregular when I met you. That's what it was. Is that where it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was unregular. Okay. Herb was still wet behind the ears back then, back in them days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this man taught us everything we know mm-hmm. and then broke out like, I'm done with these suckers. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't I don't forget where I came from. And, you know, oh, yeah, everything and was... Forget, a, and he didn't forgive, y'all. Everything was... For revenge. Everything was a building block to, to a bigger thing. And... <laughs> Wow, damn, all right. Just, yeah. Damn, wow, that, 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 that's, that's ice cold. He may take the gift. No, no, I mean, them hits no, while you can. Well, no, this this touches on what I wanted to talk about, and you wanted us to talk about PAX, and oh, I, I totally certainly good. want to talk about that, but it's all relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but we cannot talk about PAX without introducing our engineer, who's also our primary gaming expert, who's also nowhere near his microphone right now. I'm talking, of course, about our engineer, keeping us uh, looking as good as we sound, <laughs> if you're, for those of us watching on Twitch right now, uh, I'm talking, of course, about just Johnny. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, back to work. And, and let's <laughs> back to work. <laughs> and of course, you're watching us on Twitch.tv/slash/TheGeekDown. And if you're not, you have the information. Please jump on, and you can see our smiling faces. Or if you're on Facebook, you can check us on Facebook Live. WEMF has a screaming live too right now, so going. we are full coverage, baby, all day. And of course, that is attributed to the man himself, DJ Herbie. Herb. Hey, guys. I wasn't going to forget you, man. You know this. <laughs> All right. But no, that's right. We do have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. And you mentioned our first topic, man. Uh, we want to talk about PAX real quick. Gaming convention extraordinaire. Anyone who's unfamiliar, PAX is uh, a international game. At this point, yes, because uh, mm-hmm. we're, they've gone to... Where have they gone? Australia. Uh, the, yeah, there's uh, there's PAX there's PAX Prime, or I guess it's PAX, what, original recipe now? Uh, yeah, I think they still call it Prime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in Seattle, we have PAX East right here in Boston coming mm-hmm. up uh, just next week. And they also have some other little thing that they... Uh, <clears throat> 
Um, no, PAX South is in Australia. So. And then they're going to do that board game PAX in Philly soon. Nice. Oh, yeah, it's a yes, brand new yeah. one dedicated to board games. Mm-hmm. All over the place. And this man right here sitting across from me has the... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'd say distinguished honor, or do you feel like, oh god, another one of these? No, I'd, I'd consider it an honor. Uh, it's not exclusively me, but me and one other guy mm-hmm. uh, from Magfest, a very unlike PAX, but you know they have a sim- they're in a similar vein. Well, Magfest uh, is the is another gaming convention, but they're more. Uh, like fighting game centric, uh, they expand into different types of games and really promoted that one dude with the um, with the uh, the power glove a lot. <laughs> but you're not talking about power glove. What about him? Are you? No, 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 no. No, this right, brother with a power glove. Basically, what I'm getting at is uh, this one guy, Mike Peliquin, and mm-hmm. myself have been working very hard. When it comes to PAX, yeah. uh, I know it's a gaming convention, but for me, it's all about the music. Uh, I'm not really much of a gamer, believe it or not. Even huh. though I love geek stuff, I love to be in that environment. But I really, it's all about the music. And uh, Magfest is gifted sort of a room uh, by PAX East, and they call it Jam Space, based nice. on a space that they have at their own festival. Uh, I think it originated, they were just jamming, like a bunch of guys who liked games, and they were like, I know how to play the guitar riff from this Zelda game, and we'll set up our games, and we'll have fun. Don't say it like that. It sounds rinky-dink when you put it well, like that. Well, it was rinky-dink. At, the, at first, that's the point. But then twenty thousand people come now, and it's been fourteen years, so it's no longer rinky dink. But so they they sort of cram it into one room at PAX, and uh, me and this one other guy were able to book the entire room this year, and we have twenty seven different artists wow. from all different kinds of music, from chip tune to uh, video game metal to. Uh, Wizard Rock. We even got Emperor Norton's Stationary Marching Band coming on Sunday. Uh, good, good folks. Yeah. <laughs> so That's awesome. Just yeah. about everything that I could jam in there is in there this year. All right, I'm hitting awesome. that up. I'm hitting that up. I'm with you on that. When I used to be a gamer hardcore, we talk about the X-Men here that we all used to play when we were kids. I mean, I haven't been gaming nearly as much, but you're, I'm with you on that one in terms of gaming yeah, music please, and all that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be hitting that up. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it goes from 10 a.m. till midnight on Friday and Saturday. We even have DJs on Saturday night and a chiptune dance party mm-hmm. on uh well, that's DJs are Friday, Chiptune Dance Party on Saturday night, all within the jam space. Uh, I so. think those two. I've, I've seen some dope shows in the jam space. Now, that's where I discovered. I've discovered a lot of bands, too, uh, through just like hanging out in the jam space. You know, ah, I'm tired of wandering the floor. I'm tired of like folks looking at me funny because I'm old. And, <laughs> I, and I just, I just you know, yeah, hey, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm well aware of this. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But I rescind to the um, uh, to the jam space. She's like, yo, here's some tunes. Hang out. I'm still in the environment. I'm not getting hit up by folks. Hey, man, can I street past you? And I'd be like, I don't have a DS. And they're like, get out of here, old man. And I'd be like, you know, Geek in the knees, keep running. Seriously. <laughs> and they have oh, games set up in there, too. So you can play games while listening to Yeah, they have some classic games along the yeah, yeah, buddy, you, you sold me, Rob. You sold me. Well, yeah. I, dude, okay, no, I, I, I want to run this by you because I don't know how much. We talk about metal all the time. We don't talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't really talk about game metal. And I've discovered groups like uh, like uh, Arm Cannon there, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, cats like Power Glove. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like you know, good. You know Power Glove? Oh, I know Power Glove. I know Power Glove primarily because of you. I mean, oh, right. man, I think maybe undergrad or maybe right after we graduated, you sort of pushed a lot of Power Glove to me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I met those cats live there, and mm-hmm. you know, got the albums, and you know, it's just like, yo, stuff was stuff was ill. So it was like good ex- uh, ex- experience to get like firsthand. 
mm-hmm. uh, and the I mean, it's an arm cannon. Yo, this dude is yeah. arm, arm cannon. Danimal, Danimal is a really nice guy, mm-hmm. and that's the best part. Well, not the best part, but one of the best parts about Jam Space and even Magfest itself uh, is the artists are sort of just there with you. Yes, they so are. So you're nice. you're like standing with five thousand people watching someone rock your world, and then they're just next to you in the arcade a little bit later, like, hey, what's up, man? And that's how it is in, in this jam space. You'll be able to meet the artists. They have just a merch table on the on the wall there, and you just go up and say hello. It's a, it's a good chance to, like, actually interact with folks, too, um, like, interact with performers, and you're not, like, harassing them. You're not in their private, personal space things. They're at this convention, too. They're there because they, 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 they dig the stuff. You know, they dig games. They're playing games. I met um, I met uh, I met Samus there. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Samus oh is cool as hell. Yeah, God, she's and it's it's just like I, I, I met her, and I think it was the old school, the classic gaming room, and just kind of like she was playing some game and like what was some dude's ass. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm like, I, I got next. We played a couple games. I got handled. I'm like, you know, fall back. <laughs> and, then I, and then I think it was like 45 minutes later, uh, I see the same girl that I that I that I you know uh, lost my ass to. Um, in the classic game room, uh, up on stage, just like rocking. I'm like, killing Damn, it. Right. Yeah, seriously, killing it. You know, she's, um, she's practically to... made me cry from the stage. <laughs> okay, like okay. she is mm. that amazing. There's some footage that I'll send your way. Can you realize it's like broadcast live to people? Like you just admitting, and I bawled like a baby when she was on stage. <laughs> hey man, I'm I getting so moved. I'm getting smushy. I'm getting smushy, and this and this touches on something that I wanted to bring up. Okay, uh, to to sort of rewind to when you said, "Ooh, that stung." When I said, "Moving on to bigger things." Uh, my goal this year with the Jam Space was to try to help not only uh, present Boston to MAGFest so that potentially some of these bands can graduate to the bigger MAGFest stage, mm-hmm. but also to help bring Boston together. And so I have done my very best to include everyone. So when you reached out to me, I was like, of course. I have been taking all everybody that wants to be involved. I want them to be involved in any way. I think Boston has such an incredible music scene and it's just a matter of them coming together. Mm-hmm. And I know that people have been preaching. I'm not trying to have a Robbie Road Steamer rant on EMF right now. No, I'm just saying as far do as the VGM nerd scene. This be the very last geek down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as far as the video game music and nerd music scene goes, there's a lot of clickiness and I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm just going to say that straight up. I am done with it. So I'm putting all of you people in a room together and I'm going to make you guys play nice and I hope that you all look around all of you jam space performers and attendees and look at each other and say wow look what when we're all together there's a lot of us we can be uh, this is going to sound corny we can be the Seattle of VGM if we want to be we just have to own it so uh, Pat you're in. Let's do it. You know what I mean? You and I and anybody else that wants to help, and you guys too, mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. want to keep this scene moving because it's what I thrive on. It's my lifeline. I'm, I'm with it. Oh, no. You know? Uh, what's the line from Airheads? As we break they got switches, the guns. switches and headphones. <laughs> switches and headphones just going down. Uh, no, we're, uh, uh, technical difficulties right here. Um, <laughs> I, I, the, the oddly uh, quiet in the whole gaming discussion, gaming proficionado, uh, 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 for real, uh, just Johnny over here, just like breaking stuff and yeah. vandalizing equipment. <laughs> Sorry here about that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised about your dedication to the work because I would have dropped them headphones and made sure my switch was all right. Like, <laughs> like have your headphones. Is this okay, my baby? Uh, it's fine. There was a guy that uploaded like a video, like dropping it on concrete from like five feet in the air. Whoa. Eleven drops before it finally broke. Now, does okay. that have like a cover on the controllers or something? Because the one, only one I've seen firsthand had it was all black. Yeah, yeah uh, we were talking about that earlier. Um, and the uh, only ones that were made available to uh, the first pre-orders 
uh, here in uh, to America, here or to us in the West, we lowly plebs, um, was the no, I, I thought I thought I thought the white or the black. You said it was actually gray. Yeah, it's like a charcoal gray. Yeah, I'm saying black. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. 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 No, no, we we know we you don't see color. We've heard it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> All right, well, I'll just touch it on back real quick. Um, no, it's a good time. Uh, the jam space, particularly, if you mentioned uh, nerdcore and people automatically flash to like uh, MC Front a lot. It's like, okay, cool. Who else? Um, uh, er, there's uh, some. Mm, there's so. Megaran. There's MC Lars. There's Michael Kill. Mm. There's there's so many. There's actually a really wonderful group on Facebook, uh, nerdcore hip hop group with a couple thousand people okay. in there, and they're just constantly right putting out more material, constantly, constantly. And that's the thing you said. I, I said nerdcore. You said nerdcore hip hop specifically because that's the thing you mentioned earlier brings people together. Different genres mm -hmm. that nerdcore falls into uh, is one of the is one of the main things that brings different types of folks together. I'll go to a metal show. It's like cool. It's me, like two brothers, and like you know a thousand plus other white folks so it's like you know we need a little maybe a couple latinos here and there maybe the brothers were just dark shit latins either way it's not that diverse <laughs> for a hip-hop show granted we are in boston so there will be like you know it will look like uh what do you call it, that q-tip scene from the phantom menace but other places it, it it does tend to be very compartmentalized in audience and an environment like this where it's like it's nerdcore everything it's like i'm there because i like this type of music but i like games first Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing. I was brought here by PAX, which is an all-encompassing, mostly encompassing. If you fall, if you fall some of that controversy news, we're not going to touch on right now. Then some folks might feel excluded. But uh, the environment that's created with the jam space is more like, hey, we all dig games, we all dig tunes. Come hang out and party with us. Yeah. You know, and then man. there's open jam times as well. So if you aren't in a band, mm -hmm. but you want to play some music because you sit on the end of your bed with your acoustic once in a while and you learned how to play some Zelda riff, you just climb up on stage and there'll be other people there. They actually usually have one or two people who will be jam leaders, uh, proficient musicians from the area. Uh, and like Sam Mulligan is actually going to be there on Saturday as an MC all day long oh. and uh, I'm trying to see if Sam will lead a couple jams I don't know if that's his thing but I, I think it secretly might be I don't know no pressure no, Sam no, sorry how much that you can push is I mean go for it you, you are on the seat of power, my friend. Appreciate and exploit. Well, I don't want to do that. Though. No, you I want need to be this. all of us. I, I leave that legacy. Us. It's just going to be you and these, like, you know, uh, uh, Lenin style posters. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're just like, you know. <laughs> a Che Guevara hat. You know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's you in the poster, and under it, it's like the Mario Paint letters, uh, 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 music notes. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay, and then so while we're touching on tidbits, and I know you have, I don't want to keep you too much longer, I know you have like a tighter schedule, but okay, so what kind of acts can you uh, can you tease for us that we're going to uh, see here? Uh, well, I don't even have to tease, uh, I can tell you every single one, which would be way too long. So I can tell you, if you go to uh, the MAGFest website, mm -hmm. it's probably the second post down, uh, the full announcement, but to touch on... Uh, Let's see. Donut Shoes is uh, a local chiptune artist. Minus World, Lame Genie, both from the area. MC Face Palm, Shane Hall, mm. I think you know. Super Soul Brothers, uh, a couple DJs, Orlando Boom, not Bloom, Boom, <laughs> okay. uh, Fraxium, uh, Radio Scott Void, you might know him. Uh, the World is Square. Uh, Draco and the Malfoys making their very first appearance. Draco and the Malfoys is based... So years ago, they had a party, and they invited Harry and the Potters. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this wizard rock music scene. Uh, um, I, I am. I can't, I can't speak for Dale. 
Yeah. Well, they invited <laughs> Harry and the Potters and then s- said, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we made up a, a band that hated Harry Potter? So they called it Draco and the Malfoys. Well, I like it, dude. That's, that's, that, that, is a, that, that right there is a, is a game-themed nerdcore gem in the holograms misfits beef. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really, really <laughs> amazing. They're really amazing. And actually, uh, through them, I met another band called Blue Milk Run. I'm looking around to see if anybody gets it. Uh, well, Blue Milk... Oh, that's hey, Star, hey, there Star we go. Wars. All right. right, very good. It's a Star uh, Wars themed band, uh, <laughs> secretly containing the Potter Puppet Pals. But uh, that's not what oh, they're, there to, they're there to do. They're there to play. They're there to play Star Wars music, nice. and they won't be doing that. You know, the Cantina like, theme. No matter how many requests, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's, Yo, you that's got not what they're remixes. Lead singer jumps up and goes, "Yeah, we only play '80s Joel. It's going to be like that, right?" Uh, I think I got through just about. I mean, I missed a couple. Emperor Norton's we mentioned. TTB, local uh, band TTB, uh-huh. is going to be playing on Sunday. Uh, this other guy, Apoc, Tuba, Chip Tunes, amazing. Nice. Uh-huh. You got you got to check him out. Well, until he got shot with Switch and Mouse <laughs> no. Matrix. Come on, nobody. Yeah, I got no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm like, if anyone in the, uh, anyone, any show on this station, this one, and you all went dead silent. Yeah, he no, heard no, no, you. No, no, he had, okay, he had less right. lines than any of the extras, which is why you probably got a, a <laughs> couple did. of seconds. So you, you, know, you know what's messed up, too? If you read any of that Animatrix ba- uh, ba- uh, background stuff, I got it. APOC is supposedly like the illest member of that of that group, and he, he made like most of the software they used to access the Matrix. I'm like, okay, cool. This dude's the man, right? Wait. Yeah, like he, he, he like yeah, he had a line died. He had like technically seventeen seconds of screen time. What did he say? What's wrong? And then he died. Yeah, He's no, like, he, <laughs> Trinity. Yeah, he, he yeah. Like, no, no, no. If you remember before, that he opened up with the Uzi, right? Like in the, in the sewers. And that was it. And then that was it. It was just game over for him after that. It was like, all right, no, his, his fate was sealed. Dang, you ever wonder if he took both sucked. the blue and the red? What, what would happen if he just grabbed both pills? You just be like, like which bump. one? You just said bump it and just just yeah. chuck both. You become mouse. You no, no, you enter the matrix, but you're like permanently on PCP. So. <laughs> There's no coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that though. Just unleash some PCP laden like psychos in the uh, in the uh, I'm, uh, in Agent Smith's tower there. You know, it's like what was, what was Matrix? Uh, Matrix Neo's company. Uh, I'm just like you know, go through the cubicles. I've had so many daydreams about going through my own workplace. Sorry, hey, we're broadcasting. Bro, hey. hey, okay, so back to the geek town. <laughs> All right, so we're talking to DJ Rob Bizzle. Um, of Geek Beat Radio. You want to give us what's going down with Geek Beat these days? Uh, Geek Beat Radio is growing faster than I can keep up with it. We're, no, rub it in. Go ahead. Huh? Well, we're, I mean, no, you guys are doing great, too. Don't, don't. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you're doing all right. <laughs> we're all going to give you a straight face. Look at that. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> No, uh, you know, it's a passion project mm-hmm. still. Uh, I, I don't make money off of Geeky Rare. I invest a lot of time in it. Uh, it gives me and uh, Biff, you know Biff? Yes. And Carbia a chance to interview people that, you know, if you just call up somebody from I'm Afraid of the Dark and say, oh, can I interview you? They're going to say no. Who are you? But if you have a way to do that, like this show or our show, then these people, and you have a little bit of a history, if you started your podcast yesterday, the guy might not say yes. Mm -hmm. But we have six years of history. You have several, almost six years of history, I think, at this point. Maybe, and more if you include... 14, uh, but yeah, thanks for... Well, I didn't know about previous, I didn't know about previous shows. That's, that's uh, even more amazing. You'd get the interview before me. And that's the point. I'm I'm gonna call Lori Beth Denberg tomorrow and be like, you know what Rob said? (laughs) So it gives us an opportunity to 
meet these people that we really uh, admire mm-hmm. and have wonderful conversations. And when we went 24 hours from being just a two-hour show to a, our own website with a stream, mm-hmm. I needed to populate it with music, and the kind of music that we've been talking about is what I had to go to. And nice. luckily, a lot of it is Creative Commons, so I don't really have to worry about mm-hmm. rights. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do support the artists in any way that I can, as mm-hmm. you can see, trying to get them shows, trying to play Plug their music, promote mm-hmm. them. No one buys more custom shoelaces than this man right here. I just want to point that out. <laughs> oh, I definitely do. Mm-hmm. The camera's right there. Oh, hello, camera. Yeah. How are you? Is that the fa- this is Facebook and that's Twitch? Face- exactly. Facebook this may be the first time that I've you ever know, I, been. I never uh, went to the Facebook one at all. Uh, <laughs> it's on w- It's just Facebook. on twenty four hours a day. Is that what you said? <laughs> uh, well, no. Every show is managed by, uh, uh, by this I man see. here. Okay. Twitch is managed by us and this man here. Okay. You can, okay. I can see myself here. Y'all can't. So I'm gonna you know give give him bunny ears over on the. Thing. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. All right. Okay. So, uh, so let's wrap it up real quick. Um, yes. You want to give our listeners uh, the inside stuff on where they can check out Geekbeat Radio? Uh, just go to geekbeatradio.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram. Don't bother checking Google Plus. We don't. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, please come to the jam space. We'll be on tonight uh, at ten on keepyradio.com. I don't know what happens after your show. I'm not trying to tell people to go listen uh, to sleep. another station. Sleep, um, possibly sex. Uh, oh, well. um, but with with one or more people depends on who our audience uh, it, it actually is. Wow, yeah, like, depends on how good the show was, right? <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering who all those people were out in the other room. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey man, they are they are dedicated fans, dedicated <laughs> and to messant. All right, and. <laughs> okay, so PAX runs um, next weekend, March uh, 10th. 10th through the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be there. We'll have full coverage uh, next weekend as well. Uh, I mean, next on next week's uh, Geek Down, uh, I'll be in. I'll be there. Just Johnny will be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be covering the hell out of that. <laughs> and if you listen to the if you listen to our stream during uh, the Jam Space thing, you will definitely hear Pat's voice at some point. Yeah, man. I, maybe, I will and swing maybe some of yours. I, I just want to add. I I actually uh, went on to the the jam space stuff and performed on stage and stuff like that oh, it's right. very fun to have it's uh i mean you guys should get i hope you guys get plenty of praise because it is very nice and i was there when you guys started doing it when paxis first started mm-hmm. uh and it was just kind of fun to discover that something like that existed it was very small back then it was like this makeshift thing equipment yeah. wasn't even ready still very diy don't mm-hmm. be, yeah. don't be surprised uh, if we're like patching cables you know yeah. more often than we <laughs> wanted to but it, it was a great idea uh, idea then and it was uh it was just wonderful to have to sort of promote people to just pick up and play well thank you for saying that it certainly wasn't my original idea but i'm so happy to be a part of it now and help Keep it going. Yeah, no, it was good stuff, man. I was there too. I remember Johnny. I saw you perform. He, this man lost the rap battle. Yep. It was it was amazing. Oh no! Got up How there. bad was it? Um, oh, have you ever seen anyone like you know just completely dissed in oh, a yeah. rap by Adele? By Adele, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, I'm sorry. It was, it was bad. I tried yeah. to channel my inner Vanilla Ice, but uh, uh, you could have uh, had it all. It's the outer Vanilla Ice. Could have had it all. Matters, man. Oh, I could. <laughs> I could add ice. that uh, just today. Uh, this is an exclusive, a oh. Geek Down exclusive. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, just today, uh, video game rap battles. A YouTube channel was added to perform 1 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, wow. nice. And that isn't even on the event page or anything yet. All so, right, uh, but they have first. a lot of views and they're really cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I went to, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Video game rap battles. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be great. And then I was like, oh, these guys are really, really good. So, <laughs> is it open uh, mic? 
is well, it, any open mic? Can I can I get there is there is a couple hours of open mic each day. I'm doing it. Two two different slots of like uh, two or three hours each. Uh, I'm doing it. Yeah, so. start getting ready. Please do. Mm-hmm. Please Come do. All right, cool. Want to thank Rob Bizzle for swinging through, giving us the lowdown on the Pax Jam Space and Geek Beat Radio. Thank you so I know much. No, Rob, you may have to dip out. So those of you on camera might see this guy giving us the finger outside out the out the door. I probably will. Do not be alarmed. When my butt is pressed up against that door, <laughs> edit, the course, you're gonna man. have to edit that out, Crispo. Sorry, no, 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 <laughs> no not, not, not at all, not at all. It's, it's, it's none of that. If any, any, any of y'all saw Logan, this will be this will be uh, the Deadpool hams right up against the glass, <laughs> and none of y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rob, no, dude, thank you very much, Yes, man. thank you, Pat, really. It was it was a pleasure, and nice to meet all of you guys. Yeah. I know we're on Twitch and Facebook. I see you again, buddy. Yeah. Oh, juice. And uh, right thank you, Geek Down Mutual audience. respect right. right there. Mutual mm-hmm. respect. All right, now, keep it on the gaming tip, because we're looking at this fine device right here in front of us, and I feel like you just te- oh. <laughs> And the man's just teasing us. Johnny, you are the first adopter in the Geek Down well, here in house yep. uh, to uh, to uh, to acquire a Nintendo Switch. You want to give us the inside stuff, my friend? Yeah. So uh, I brought this up what, a couple weeks ago or something like yep. that, or a month ago. You, you mean you rubbed it in? Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I talked about it and sort of gave some initial impressions, and now it finally came out this past Friday, and I spent uh, pretty much. I took the day off on Friday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> again, you realize like broadcast two folks. Hey man, uh, just do. I, I, uh, I, I, used a vacation uh, I can't day. come in. Uh, um, I got it. Wasn't uh, a sick Ebola. day. Click. It wasn't a sick day. It was vacation day. Right? Okay. I did it nice okay. and proper. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dirty D's been locked in his house uh, for like ever. I, I can't remember last time I seen Dirty D on the show. He been locked up since he got his switch. His son's like, damn, I gotta go to school. He been asking mother. <laughs> So, uh, got it. I've been playing the hell out of it mm. all weekend. Uh, I haven't actually oh, get to, gotten to see, play right? it today. We have it on camera, yeah, and yeah. it's running right now, so we can like uh, on Twitch. put some stuff on. Maybe we'll have Zelda run. Maybe you can go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what the heck have, I'm doing. All right, yeah. so. I'm just, just going to out you real quick here. Jay was playing for like a good, <laughs> a good, a good, a good 20 minutes before the show. <laughs> Um, and just like I, 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 I went to uh, I went to let Rob in the building. I came back. And I'm like, damn it, Ugh, why, ah, hater. And I'm like, yo, you you are you are you a priest, man? Tone it down. <laughs> just, all right. So 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 it is exciting gameplay from what I hear. Uh, all right. So oh, I'm gonna try to review the console itself and not include Zelda. Okay. Other why not? Than, okay. Other I than, need some help here. What am I doing? Oh, you other you, than including the fact that Zelda is air. a launch title. So I will say this about Zelda. Uh, and sort of the Switch as a console mm. handheld hybrid thing. Uh, to have Zelda, this particular Zelda, uh, as a launch title is super, super important and definitely makes uh, recommending this difficult. Uh, other- really? Otherwise, if it didn't have this, I would not recommend the console. Not right now. I would, I would just say wait for there to be more games. There's no rush. However, uh, if you have like, um, if you don't have a Wii U, or you don't have a 3DS, definitely get this console. It's it's interesting. It gives you the best of both worlds. And um, heard what Johnny said. Screw it. Game Gear is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game so, Gear. So the big thing with the with the Switch is that you're able to put it on your TV, oh, play mm-hmm. games there, uh, 1080p, awesome graphical uh, yumminess. Not 
to the extent that you'll get on like PC or Xbox or PS4, but pretty close. It depends Whoa. on the game itself. Some mm. games will look better than others. The fast racing RMX game, I, I didn't play it, mm. but I've seen videos of it running. It looks really impressive uh, and well, looks like it could sort of give uh, give games on like PS4 and whatnot uh, a run for their money kind of thing. Okay, because I remember the vis the um the visual. Uh, aspect being one of the main things they touted when advertising for the Switch. Like, this was supposed to be the, uh, and I guess it's not technically a mobile system, but it it is a freaking mobile system. It's, it's on right here, right now. It's yeah. not, like, plugged in or anything. No, it's not. You it's know, so. it's running on its own power. So yeah, this so that was is, a huge claim, though. this is, without a doubt, the most powerful handheld mobile device for gaming. Okay. Without right. a doubt. There's no question there. You won't be able to play. I mean, it's running this Zelda game, mm -hmm. uh, and it is phenomenal. The draw distance... I've never seen a game or played a game that had a, has a draw distance like this game right, wait, that is so uh, pause far... Pause I, I, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, because uh, I know our Twitch users probably can't see this. I can't but, find uh, the, a weapon. The, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> our Facebook users can. These two have completely checked out of the show, because the second you handed that controller over there, they've been riveted to this spot. Straight typical men right here. Yeah, I mean, Seriously, though, man. Yeah, guilty as charged. What bringing your wife just, like, slap you anytime you lose uh, uh, focus? Uh, yeah. Johnny, continue. But, Sorry. But that's, that's the game itself. But um, using that game as an example for the, what the graphical capabilities of the beautiful. console are. Mm -hmm. So James said it himself. It's beautiful. This game is very beautiful. It's very stylized. You're not going to get um, the realistic high fidelity graphics of, for example, uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, which just came out uh, last week. You, you won't get something that looks like that, but you're going to get something that's going to be close uh, but not. it's never going to match the graphical capabilities. Now, with that said, what I, ha what I believe is going to happen with this particular console is because it's very modular in design. Uh, for example, I'm holding up a, uh, the grip controller that comes with it. Now, the whole aspect of this console... A little flight sim crack pipe, yes. Not uh, this console handheld. Uh, is that <laughs> you can not, call that too. <laughs> not all of it is actually here with me. There is a big, uh, a bigger part of it called the dock station, which I didn't bring over. But um, essentially, uh, you need the dock station to uh, switch from playing on handheld to uh, the TV itself. And... That is just one of the components on this thing that makes it very modular. These controllers, these neon blue and red controllers on the side, can get pulled off. I'm going to try to pull it okay. off without interrupting game. No, you go ahead. I'll pause. Yeah, there we go. So I got the red one right over here. That's so these amazing. are the Joy-Cons. Mm -hmm. uh, it's complaining a bit. You can continue yeah, gameplay. Like game system made by Erector Set. Okay, right. you can take off. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can take off different pieces of this console uh, and play it however you see fit. That's a big part of it. Is that if you want to play with the the two Joy Cons separately uh, in either hand detached so you don't have to do like a, a T-Rex sort of grip uh, <laughs> like while it. playing. You can do that, or you can. Uh, latch them onto this grip over here oh. and play on a more traditional controller or you can get the pro controller which is what i got because i need to play zelda with a 
Pro controller. You like a real controller. <laughs> you elitist. It's, it's I, I, I can't play it. with anything subpar blue. No, I agree. Blue. I need a real controller. Yeah. And yeah. you can also use uh, each of these Joy Cons. You can turn them on the side, and essentially now you have two controllers. Wait, like a mini, of, like a mini um little yeah, uh, yeah. like old school NES controller. No, I, I believe you. I mean, I, don't, so I, I got big hands. Side like this. No, I think this is like more SNES playing. reminiscent. Like this, this yeah, yeah. The, the NES oh. actually came with uh, two controllers. It's so tiny yeah. though, man. I'm like, look at look at these, look at these paws. All right, these, these, ah, these, these man hands. Yeah. So what they have is oh, if you open that up. Alright, he got a special package. So they also have like these little uh, extender, um, I guess, straps, mm -hmm. if you want to call it, which you can slip on to the um onto the joy cons to sort of extend the side of it to make it a little bit bigger also the shoulder buttons it'll give it uh bigger buttons to press mm -hmm. when you uh latch it on Damn, they thought of everything i can't even make fun now so as, as i hey, said I it's can. very very <laughs> modular which is probably the most exciting part about it is because it's so modular mm -hmm. uh when you the inevitable upgrade that i am almost certain is going to happen uh, <laughs> when that comes out all you really need to do is just upgrade the console part huh. the tablet part of itself because you don't need to buy so that saves you money because you already have the joy con you already have the grip you already have the dog <gasps> damn it i'm I not sure like I'm hey, hey, blank, sorry, blank, blank. sorry sir I oh, you died. Got, you got me. <laughs> Sorry, he came out of nowhere. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Now so you gotta pass I got the controller. I got the yeah, game over. I gotta pass the controller. controller. Nah, I'm out of my league here. Right. Everybody on Twitch sees me. Game over. Let's wrap up on on a quick note because okay, from what I'm seeing, uh, now you said it didn't have the library, but the current library, the, the large library, but the current library that exists now, does that make it worth getting for the hardcore gamers? Because even though more will come down the line, the games that have that are out for it already seem to have folks riveted once they jump in. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, Zelda, mm -hmm. if you don't have a Wii U, uh, or if you want to play the most, uh, the ideal format of Zelda, mm -hmm. then get the Switch. It is worth buying a console for. Mm -hmm. Zelda is that good. Mm -hmm. That legit. Yeah, yeah, man, I was looking at it. It looked like I, I thought I was watching The Sound of Music for a second there. <laughs> it is, it is really good just this one game here. It is worth buying a console for. Now, if you don't own a Wii U, uh, then yeah, definitely get the switch. Uh, don't if you don't own a Wii U and you're a Nintendo fan ish and boy Get it. You're gonna love Zelda uh, And eventually there's gonna be some great great games that are coming out for it now The launch window of games that are coming out mm -hmm. and the games that are planned to come out for the remainder of this year There's a lot there to be excited for so there's Mario Kart that's planned out. There's uh, a new uh, Fighting game called arms that Nintendo's making that's coming out uh, within spring mm -hmm. uh, There's Splatoon 2 there's uh, a JRPG, a huge JRPG that I'm a big fan of called Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 2. Um, That's coming out. Uh, and then to top everything off for the remainder of this year, and I'm skipping a lot of other things. There's a ton of stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the and one of the bigger games that's coming out, probably the biggest other than Zelda, is going to be the, a new Mario game, Mario Odyssey. So with all of those things taking consideration, all of the massive number of indie games that are out right now, uh, there's like uh, five or six that are out right now, give or take, and there's gonna be a lot more coming out very, very soon, and they're gonna be speckled about. They have, uh, they did a presentation, like 60 indie games, mm -hmm. like really good indie games coming out this year, 
just for the Nintendo Switch, and that's not even all of them. So it's definitely going to have the lineup there. I would say if you are on the border of of getting this or not, and don't think Zelda's going to cut it for you, or if you can get Zelda on the different um, on the Wii U, then hold out until uh, the holidays and definitely get it then because you're going to have a crazy amount of games and you're going to have a crazy good time with this. All right, nice. so you heard it here. Johnny said skip it. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, okay, okay. So the fanboys, fangirls, hop on like now, pounce um, while the getting's good, and the rest of everyone else wait till there's a couple more games, but definitely uh, earns your seal of approval. Yes, uh, and Zelda is definitely worth getting the console for. All right, cool, cool. Thank you very much. All right, now I want to turn the table over to my man Dale Stone. What's up? He's got the lowdown on Comic Con Vixens. Yeah, just yeah. the name. Phil's just warms the cockles of my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it should. As it should. <laughs> okay, well, give us the news, man. What's going on? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, as part of PAX East and a big part of the um, a big part of the culture that surrounds that, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are coming in from out of town, a lot of really well-known cosplayers, burlesque performers, people from all over the place mm-hmm. um, are going to be coming in to do this show, and uh, this is going to be at the Rockwell. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of really great names there. I'm looking at the cast list right now. It's amazing. we got Stella Chu, Topher Bosquet, Go-Go Incognito from Nashville. We got Zilly Lily from Toronto. And, of course, you know, holding it down in the hometown of Boston is uh, both myself and Ginny. And we got a couple other folks that are still being uh, finalized in the lineup, but it's going to be a really good time. Um, you're going to see some real good cosplayers doing some real uh, tribute pieces to some of the most beloved characters. Wait, my pause right there. Yep. What kind of show is this? Primarily a burlesque show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of crossover between cosplay and burlesque. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be uh, a lot of people doing acts in characters like I myself you know we're talking a lot about uh, about the switch and about link I'm gonna be bringing my link act which I'm really excited nice. about he's playing link uh, as a switch yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> there, there's actually yeah, a, it, was, it, was, a it, was, it was right t-shirt there with no, just, the switch on it that course. you can get yeah. in the game <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous you're in like you know medieval times and you have the switch logo on your shirt <laughs> that's that's so Microsoft I'm, go I'm, ahead I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, but it should be a good time. I mean, um, I, actually, there was the VIP tickets have already all sold out. So I know there's mm. people from the from the uh, from PAX who are actually looking to you know find something to do afterwards. And I know there's a lot going on that night, but still, I mean, get it while the getting's good. Mm-hmm. Just the VIP yeah. tickets, though. People can still get tickets. For yeah, right, general admission is still there. Yeah. All right, cool. Because I got to yeah. get my standing room only. But um, but you know, anytime I have an opportunity to dress up as Link, I do it. Um, you know, Halloween, I was sitting in my house dressed as Link. We didn't get any trick or treaters, but I was happy. Nice. <laughs> so it's hey, fine, that's know. all that matters, man. Yeah, you've got you've got yeah. the look going on there. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I know, mean, intentional or not. Exactly. You know, just <laughs> putting on some tights just for no reason. Just uh, hey, what created. you do in <laughs> the privacy of your own home, you know, in front of that open window that faces the daycare across the street yeah, yeah. Is, uh, is still still, still, still yeah. legally is your business. Um, okay, sorry. That, 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 that's taking a dark <laughs> I, I, turn. Continue, please. Yeah. Um, no, what, what really excited me was uh, when you actually pitched this. It's a geeky-themed burlesque show, and the acts consist of things like video game characters on stage, mm-hmm. cosplayers actually doing routines in yep. the full gear. Yeah. You know, and yeah. stuff like that blows my mind. You dropped some names on us. Uh, anyone who's not familiar with the expanded burlesque scene outside of, uh, of Boston, of our local region here in New England, mm-hmm. uh, what might they know them from? Personally, I, I know uh, Stella Chu just from, from just watching her on the cosplay circuit, knowing that 
she's going to be there and she's got like a massive internet presence as well um and just like just the different cosplays like the overwatch cosplays are just you know i'm all about overwatch these days so anybody that can pull off a really good you know zarya or mercy it's just like yeah i'm there here's yeah, my money you see johnny's tracer costume it's brilliant oh my god really? oh yeah <laughs> it, i uh put the leds into her leds <laughs> How you feel them track Don't you hate when a good metaphor goes horribly wrong? <laughs> or just let it, just take it too far. There's no going back now. <laughs> just, just, you, just, you own it, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So she can glow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, Evelyn Man said nobody wants to see him shine. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. There's, uh, there's some good folks, a lot of great talent. Um, I, I'm really excited to actually be in one space under one roof with some of these folks, uh, mm. and just just knowing you know the caliber of actor you're gonna see. It's gonna you be know, these people you you may not have worked with before. Yeah, a couple of them aren't. There's a couple new names. Uh, people I'm really excited to actually uh, see what they've got. All right, mm. cool. I love the, I love the fact that you came on here too, and it's just like I'm not just promoting a show. It's like, dude, I'm a fan of so and so. She's gonna be here. It's oh! <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. Right. Okay, now re real quick before. Before you, before you officially like cut it off, who are you looking forward to? Like, who are you just salivating over? Just the ult ultimate rabid fan. And once you get off stage, all extra professional, you know, touch, you know, just the tie or Who am I going to try to keep it together in front of? Exactly. <laughs> well, obviously, spell it you every time. Right. Every time. The One of the best cosplayers that exists cool. in, this, you know, in, our, in our mortal plane. Um, also, mm. pretty, pretty excited to see Zilly Lily mm -hmm. uh, from Toronto. Heard some great things. Oh, my goodness. I'm just... I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> Before you say yeah. anything, okay, all right. Yeah, cool. no, just like I, I saw a picture of um of of uh, the femshep costume, mm -hmm. and I'm just sitting there going, I'm I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be in the corner. I'm just gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna give let, myself a timeout and let right. me open up because the bar is gonna get set real high after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's no, awesome. I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel so inadequate. It's gonna be great. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're keeping the new bounds. Um, you know, That's awesome. Yeah, because one of the things I love about you know about the burlesque scene is just you get to see that there are different people with different ideas, and we're all just sort of like shoulder to shoulder on the same stages sometimes, and just you see something that really blows you away. Someone maybe has put you know a, a thousand hours into their costume, and they look exactly spot on, like you know, like maybe if they do a really good May cosplay no, or something I, like I, that. I, you know, mm. yeah, <laughs> like, you, like you it just bugs me when folks half-assed it at like Halloween and stuff. Yeah, and they yeah me like, too. I put one hundred and fifty dollars in the what? What do you mean <laughs> you got Scotch tape in a CVS bag? Yeah, and, you <laughs> know, I mean, so, some of us can skate by like that for a while, but you know, I, you know, I, I was looking at my own, um, you know, my own Link costume has taken on a couple different iterations over the last couple of years. I actually first performed that for, at Stella Chew's wedding. And that was an Wedding. intimidating experience, yeah, because I'm, I'm seeing this person as like a phenomenal cosplayer, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I'm just, and I'm, I didn't even get, the, I didn't even know the right color ears. It's just like, <laughs> like what am I doing here? You know? um, I don't imagine you walked up with like, uh, I don't know, I don't like black ears, and like it was like it was like the hand in that episode of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's like you're obviously a white guy with like with like a a, a, a yeah. Latino hand, you know, or, or something. Like that. Hand banana. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got one eyebrow is like the yeah. wrong color. One's blonde. The other one's like redhead. I know, but you, you learn things from, you know, being spending time with a lot of these folks, and they're really good. Of course, you know, um, and, and this is all put together, you know, by the Comic-Con Vixens, and of course, you know, Danger mm -hmm. Doll is the um, is, is one of the minds behind that group. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just getting a chance to, you know, work with her and collaborate with her once again. And by the way, her Zarya is amazing. Like, she's got the pink hair and everything. She's got the costume. Like, nice. just right. follow her, look her up. You'll see exactly what I mean. Uh, um, not so. to take anything away from her, but I will say former correspondent of The Geek Down, um, fond of feeling 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, was Zarya incarnate? Like, I, I think we made the point that she needs to contact them because they may owe her royalties <laughs> for yeah. the image. Yeah, she's um, already that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm anxious to see this though, man. Yeah. Especially because, like, I, I've seen a lot of performers from here in Boston. I've met some from out of town, but having them like come here to perform and getting like. Uh, experience something we don't see on a on a regular basis for something so like special and, and welcoming as PAX, right? You know, because this is folks coming from out of town to see Boston performers as well. So you know, mm -hmm. it works on both ends, and that's just cool as hell to me, man. Yeah, yeah. And Pat, one of the things I got to say though is I, it, one of the things I find lacking just in the Boston scene is that specifically, I don't think there's a lot, of, a whole lot of like hardcore gamers that have performance acts. And so, like you know, case mm. in point is like, you know, I, I, can't, I don't think I've ever had the chance to do Link in Boston. I don't know how well it'll be received because it's just like, you know, you come up with video game acts and, you know, sometimes you get a lot of like blank stares. So I'm not exactly mm. sure how well it'll hit. So when you see that, you know, those people coming from all around being in Boston, I'm, you can tell I'm really excited. It's not just the coffee, you know, so, um, so I'm really excited to see like some it's really gaming It's not just that act, bag of know? angel dust we yeah. gave you before the show. Like Mass I mean, Effect? I mean Mass artificial sweetener. Yeah, I would normally say, please, dude, I'll show you some spots. But as we've discussed here in the show, um, I'm just an old fogey man. Like, I know the same place that I've known for, like, 15 years, so it's, like, it's good to get fresh blood in there. And an event like PAX will really facilitate exposing uh, your type of act to an entirely new audience who would be into that. You know, young gamers who yeah. are now, who may now be into burlesque after they see just the right act. Yeah. You know? And, dude, they'll get uh, references for people from out of town. They'll get references from people here in town. It's a great time every time that I've been. And I mean, dude, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to seem biased because apparently it's like, oh, it's a great, it's a wonderful show. What do you think? <laughs> um, you know, but no, it's like I really did. Ha I really have had a uh, and uh, an excellent time every time I've seen one of your shows. So I'm jazzed for this one, especially because the subject matter. It's like, dude, I like music, I like movies, I like all types of good stuff, and this is games. A what do you um, like? A, like a, a lesser touched on avenue. Yeah, you know, uh, really being promoted. I'm, I'm pumped, man. Um, do you want to give our listeners uh, the actual information on where they can get tickets, where they can see this sucker go down? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, if you look up the event on Facebook, um, Comic Con Vixens PAX East 17, and uh, you can also get tickets from the Rockwell, uh, Rockwell.com, if I'm not mistaken, .org, .net, .gov. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that. Just, just keep typing those. Uh, typing those in. Okay, okay. Get, get okay. Uh, pro, pro tip for anyone who's doing the search. I guess the Rockwell, the Rockwell <laughs> Somerville might be enough. But also, they can go on the Facebook page. The address will be on there. They can yep. probably get ticks there. Yep, absolutely. Ticket link is right on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Facebook makes it real easy. Um, be sure to check out Comic-Con Vixens. Uh, check them out on Facebook. Get your tickets. And be there front and... Oh, actually, it's the VIP tickets. Ago. Be there side row and other to actually check this one out. I'll, you know, I'll be there. I know that much. Nice. Can't wait to see you there. All right. Good stuff. All right. Now, gentlemen. Je okay. Well, the rest of you suckers. I got to check out... Hugh Jackman, our boy Hugh Jackman, done so well to hide his Australian accent. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> How'd he do? The man most recognizable from Swordfish, Hugh Jackman. But, no, sorry, that was a terrible movie. But Hugh Jackman in Logan. This is supposedly the final installment of the Wolverine story in the MCU. I don't think so. I think they this might be the, the final proper one, but Marvel probably came to this dude on the side, drove a dump truck full of money to his house and said, hey, how about one more? Just wear the claws for old time's sake. It's like, I don't know. And it's like, we'll buy you an island. Okay. 
Um, but no, the story of Logan, um, which I want to throw up right now. No spoilers, but just letting people know, because I went in with the expectation that this was the story of Old Man Logan, the uh, comic mini series that um, was properly laid out in 2015. And um, I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but I was taken aback because I went in expecting one specific thing. I went in expecting Logan, old man Logan, the story I know well, yep, this yep. good tale, this raw, gritty tale. And that's what uh, that's what the previews were telling me that it was going to be like. I mean, it was really mm-hmm. building that up that this is going to be old man Logan. Yeah, this very is misleading. What now, di- mm-hmm. Directly misleading, though. Like, they knew what the hell they were doing. There wasn't like, <laughs> there, there was no like, oh, it's just coincidence and happens. And now, nah, please, they knew exactly. They were sucking people in, man. Yeah, like, okay, perfect mm-hmm. example. Um, old man Logan takes place in an apocalyptic future, like yep. distant future. Um, Logan, it's not just Mexico. <gasps> Old yeah. man Mexico or it's, it's, it's Mexico, yo. It's, it's, yo. You know you know how horrible that sounds? I'm saying it's supposed to be ap- apocalyptic. But now we just went to Tijuana. Hey, yo, we, went, we went to poor section Tijuana, brother. For real, what? you know what? Yo, that got me too. That's that got horrible. that got me too. They went a little bit, a little bit off the off the main highways and like the desert area. That's they found, so found a down water tower. Like bam, old man Logan. It's like man, he's living it roughly. No, that's somebody's life. Mm. Like when they leave, that's somebody's <laughs> life. Yeah, but you know what? You can look you can look past all that because the movie itself does present a very compelling story. Uh, old uh, old man Logan, the comic book is like very intricate and very involved in the Marvel universe. But mm-hmm. also, I could imagine even though it's movie it's a Hugh Jackman Marvel movie they have probably have all the money in the world there's still budgetary concern uh, constraints that they probably have to consider because this is not the Avengers you know this is still a standalone movie centered around one character technically four characters maybe a few more if you want to consider everybody but this is not like I said the Avengers this is not a an X-Men team movie this is just one character it's focusing on Logan himself and the introduction of X twenty three. This was in the uh, in the uh, in the commercials and the trailers. So well, I guess we'll talk about the similarities because these are things that really stood out in the story that they could present something that we thought we knew from a different tale. And even though we may have felt slighted by it not being what we were expected, uh, we were still like I was still entertained. I'm gonna come out and say right now this was a really good movie. Um, mm. This was they they, mm. they they played it like a western. You know, it's not an action movie. It's a movie where there's a hero, there's villains, and there's a quest. It's more of a road movie, mm-hmm. you know. It's a it's a road movie slash western, right down to wild horses at one point. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's it's, 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 it's interesting to see the way they set this slightly in the future. It play, takes place in twenty twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Right now we do this review in 2017, so it's like they have slight advances uh, advances in technology, not mm-hmm. you know astronomical stuff. We're not like oh, I'm going to space for lunch, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but different things that we could logically see. Yeah, you know, if they keep going the way it's going, that that actually psh, that that's probably coming out in a couple of years. Yeah, and then yeah. 2029 we'll be like, why don't we have the things that are in Logan? Exactly, like, they're gonna look back and get disappointed, like, mm-hmm. like the hoverboard thing. That's what I'm saying. Picture. I was thinking like we're gonna DeLoreans yeah. now, but all right, hey, <laughs> hey, we have. Have hoverboards. They're breaking. My, they're breaking on Mike Tyson's back. <laughs> they're combusting, I'm right? My back. <laughs> my back. Yeah, what? Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hmm. this is the story of Logan and the story of X twenty three. To anyone who's not familiar with X twenty three in the comics, X twenty three is Logan's da- is Wolverine's daughter. Wolverine has two kids. Well, has two primarily primarily acknowledged kid <laughs> characters in the Marvel Universe. He has He's, two legitimate kids yes. and God knows how many illegitimate Seriously, the droves. <laughs> um, but there's two kids. There's his son, Dokken, who's like this evil bad so-and-so, and his daughter, X-23. Still Wolverine's daughter and acknowledged daughter. In the movie, she is part of a program, and that's all I'll say about that. But it's a road movie where uh, Charles Xavier and Caliban are the only other mutants we really see. Oh, no way. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, very toned down, and the reason mutants are no longer prominent is very different. And this in the movie is very different from the reason um, mutants are no longer prominent in the old man Logan story. Mike Pence got him, huh? <laughs> Y'all saw that beep. I'm not going. <laughs> Y'all saw I'm that not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. All I'm saying is, in 2000, we saw Mike Pence turn into water. And, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a lot of nods to the comics, so I think a lot of uh, the nuances in the story were meant to not necessarily advance Logan's story, because you could do without him in this, mm -hmm. but they're meant to appease the comic fans, who again are going to have the same reaction of, this isn't old man Logan, where's old Hulk, where's Red Skull, Dr. Doom ain't in the sun, you know, and it doesn't take away from the story. Once you can separate that, dude, I had a really good time watching this, I'm just like, yo, this is bleak, but it's good, but it's dark, but it's good, but... I kind of want to cry, but it's still good. And it's Wolverine. And this dude's just old now. You know, life's beating down on him. It's rough. It's raw. It's, he's had a he's had a tough go of it the last few years. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't shy away from. He's just this angry, grizzled, bitter old man. But he's responsible. He's got things he has to do. Okay, there's one thing I gotta know, though. Yes. Does he ever use the line, I'm too old for this shit in this movie? He does <laughs> not. Okay, oh! good. Okay, good, because oh. now I'm gonna go see it, because that is such oh, a tired God. trope. Oh, man, okay, so the next Wolverine, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Logan 2 starring Danny Glover. Um, no, it's just... Get the weapon 16. It's just, in those responsibilities that he has to handle is where the story plays itself out, because there's a lot of mysterious characters who kind of pop up here and there, and we don't get to know who they are until like the very end of the movie so it's one of those that keeps you in suspense and everything's um everything's playing out like the man with no name stories starring uh um uh, Clint Eastwood. I got you. You know, it's yeah. a western. We know the one guy, and we don't know why all these people are interacting with him. Why the hell is he working out? Were you working with Caliban? We don't know until you know about midway through the movie. Professor X is in this movie. Uh, wasn't really in the trailers. He's in the movie, and he's not the same Professor X we knew. Mm. He's uh, which X are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Professor X, Charles Xavier. Ladies, Charles Xavier, played by a very too old for this shit, uh, Patrick Stewart. Good. <laughs> oh, okay. Right okay, good, yeah. good, good. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. The yeah. Professor X. Yes, the, the Professor, Professor X. X. Yes. Uh, he's not in Captain Picard form, I'll tell you that much. But it plays into the story, too, why he's not like that. And that was very interesting. But you got to pay attention to the dialogue. That's one thing I actually uh, found out in discussions afterwards. I heard it, but I wasn't listening the first time. I was just waiting for somebody to get cut. And then eventually they did. But the dialogue, too, is very important. It's like, um, yeah, yeah, just jump to it. Right, there he goes in. I'm just blood. saying, yo, get that middle claw through someone's temple already, you know? <laughs> uh, when the claws finally come out, this movie got raw. They used that R rating to its fullest. Um, this wasn't, uh, they shy away, they pull punches. This, I, I think, I think actually it exploited the R rating. And you talking like Tarantino blood? I'm talking Tarantino blood. Ooh. I'm talking Tarantino blood unnecessarily. Like that's, in this scene, that's like, like that's that's kind of blood. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm like, yo, they're dead. What are you doing? Let it go. You know, walk away. It's like Tarantino, you cut a head off, the, it just sprays like a freaking oasis of blood that just goes to the sky. Man, uh, the gore in, yeah. in, some, in part of this was uncalled for. Are we getting I, like borderline Passion of the Christ blood? Okay, no, pace yourself, okay? It's, it's, right, it's still right. a comic movie. Just, but, um, we, we have Tarantino, and then we have Passion of the Christ. That's, uh, well, okay, well, that's I, the I, holy I, grail. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to emphasize that. that a lot of the beef folks had with, um, with the Wolverine, mm -hmm. and Wolverine Origins, and so, I mean, plenty of stuff to be pissed off of Wolverine Origins. But the Wolverine was, this is a Wolverine story, but they didn't feel it was as, you know, raw and violent and, you know, hardcore, yep. slasher-esque yep. as it should have been. Um, this movie was like, we, we were listening, and we've we've made amends. <laughs> this movie is a thumbs up. 
all the way. Also, it ends on some really touching notes. Oh, I have to call out the, uh, Laura, the X-23's uh, name in the movie. The, I forget the actress's name, but she, I really hope, goes places. because Daphne Keene. Daphne Keene, thank you. There's a lot of emotional scenes, and she acted far beyond, you would think, far beyond someone of her age range. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there, there's scenes that I imagine people say after Linda Blair did um, The Exorcist, you can't ask a child to do those lines and stuff, you know, uh, and probably messed her up afterwards. There's like those level emotion scenes. I really hope she goes places because she gave a solid performance, an incredible performance. Uh, Not my favorite from Patrick Stewart, but I think it was because that's probably not my favorite role from Patrick Stewart. Gotcha. But the old man Logan story is a gritty one. It has like, you know, incest, totalitarianism, voracious and cannibalism, you know, all types of raw stuff. And you think, I wanted to get on screen. You're not going to get that on screen. But you still get a solid story. You still get a solid Western, a road movie. Mm-hmm. And dude, Eric LaSalle. Do you remember Eric LaSalle? Yeah. To anyone who doesn't know Eric LaSalle, if you Black didn't watch from, him on, was it if you didn't watch him on ER? Grey's, yeah, one of those ER Grey's Anatomy. ER, yeah, it was ER. He was black you, dude on ER. You may remember him from coming to America as the ah, Prince of. So- else you heard <laughs> but yeah eric lasalle we have not seen for a long time no jerry curl in this one but no he jerry makes an girl. appearance uh, eric lasalle and elise neal actors we Ooh, haven't seen elise in a long time Ooh, yeah she they have great they have some Jeez. poignant roles in this um wow. i do i did i did have to call out elise neal but we don't get a shot of the butt man mm-hmm. daggone shame but either way regardless <laughs> i still highly recommend logan like highly recommend uh, anyone who's a comic fan, check it out. If you're not a comic fan, it's still a good movie, but suspend your disbelief on some things because you it's mutants. Mm. You know, so they're going to do some outlandish stuff. It's still a damn good story. So would you give it a thumbs up? De- definitely a thumbs up. All right. All right. Now, Jay, I'm going to give you a solid 10. Word. Um, and I want to hear the inside stuff on right, we'll WWE Fastlane. We'll uh, suspend your disbelief is um <laughs> quite the phrase that you use <laughs> to close out yours that would side sideway into mine. Oh, word? So, all right, so uh, we talk about WWE Fastlane, and um this is Raw's last pay-per-view before they go <laughs> into WrestleMania in the next four weeks or so. Um <sighs> It's one of those pay-per-views. I mean, the last time I did a review, it was for uh, a SmackDown pay-per-view, and I was incredibly excited because it was a great pay-per-view. But I knew not to get my hopes up too high for this one. And, yeah, it didn't fail. Everything went essentially the way I expected it. A couple matches stood out. Damn, brother. Okay, start off on um, a middle note, dude. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with a good note, end off on a little mini rant. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Gallows and Anderson defended their tag titles against uh, Cass and Enzo. Um, it was all right. I thought it was a good match. Uh, the one thing that really stuck out that was interesting to me was that, one, WWE finally recognized the fact that Gallows and Anderson are only one of three tag teams to hold both the IWGP Tag Team Championship and the WWE Tag Team Championship. Before they just said it and they never would say the names of the other guys. Um, I'm really impressed. They mentioned the Dudley Boys and the Steiners mm-hmm. are the only two other tag teams that have hold the New Japan's tag team title and WWE. So it makes those three, which is um, very monumental for them to actually recognize it. And for those who watched it, there's a little Easter egg that was in there that Anderson actually wore his Bullet Club um, tights for the match, which is crazy because he can't wear them technically because Bullet Club is owned and trademarked by New Japan. Mm-hmm. So he was like, whatever with this, I'm rocking my gear. So- <laughs> Wait, okay, could, could that have been an act of Defiance, or could that have been a foreshadow? I think a little bit of both. I think um, Vince wants to have the illusion to the Bullet Club, Mm -hmm. but since since Vince doesn't own the Bullet Club, all Vince did was acquire all the old members of the Bullet Club. He wants to bank off their their imagery without actually paying for the trademark. So they have these shirts that say Gallows and Anderson, but the design is still Bullet Club design. Mm -hmm. So it's like Vince taking these backdoor cuts, calling it the club. And it's like, come on, bro. (laughs) If if I'm the owner of New Japan, I'm ready to fight you because you're you're saying it, but you ain't. It's kind of 
of like I think I mentioned before. I think we had this conversation. I was saying um, it's like an NBA basketball owner saying, "I'm gonna name my team the Newton Seas." Like you're clearly stealing it from the Boston Celtics. We call it the Newton Seas. You know, it's like, come on, bro. Oh, hey man, you said that here on the Geek Down, brought to you by Geico. Come on, man, please save a lot of my money on the car insurance. No, I feel you, but honestly, okay, let's be real too. Vince has enough money where it's just like he can use all that and just take the lawsuit. Like he's probably he's probably just planning on the back. At, at the end of the day, he could, but it's one of those sort of things. Like all he has to do is break off New Japan a little little piece of the pie. But hey, listen, man, I'll break you off like seventy percent. I take 30 off the merch sales purely because he'll get more viewership and he'll stack the money off the advertising because, and I'm going to tell a little later, the difference between a pro wrestling fan and a WWE fan because that plays big into what happens at the end of the pay-per-view. Right. But overall, it was a great match. Um, Gallus and Anderson won. Um, they took a shortcut, but the shortcut was done so very well that it didn't cheapen it for them. So they did cheat, but it didn't cheapen it. If you if you catch what I'm saying, because sometimes when you when a when a pro wrestler cheats out of a match and they win, it cheapens the win, even though they cheat. So you could cheat, and a cheat can look the look can look very favorably in terms of their character. Yeah, you talking about Yokozuna tag when the ref is looking versus finger poker doom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good 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 reference. Good reference. All right, Nia Jax went up against Sasha Banks. I mean, the one thing I was really impressed at Nia Jax looked really good. I mean, I've been complaining, and I've been recognizing the fact that she's been improving her move set. I mean, because she's a big girl, she's been moving around. Um, um, but she's definitely greatly imp- improved the moveset. I mean, I've never seen a woman take another woman, throw her over the shoulders, and proceed to do squats with her <laughs> on her shoulders, son. It was like, is she doing squats with another woman over her shoulders? It was bonkers. Um, but it was no, really. She, she's no joke, though, man. She is no joke. I mean, she has like a good 120, 150 pound weight advantage on mm. on um, on Sasha Banks. And, and it's the, all leg, baby. It's, no, it really is, man. And um, Sasha rolled her up for the win. It was a little sloppy for the roll up, but it's one of those it was a sloppy roll up but you kind of got to give her a pass because of the weight differential so it was one of those she did the best she could being a woman who weighs maybe like 100 110 pounds soaking wet versus a woman who weighs probably about Two twenty, you know what I mean. So it, it was, it went as good as it could do. But I was just highly impressed with that. But that squ- her squatting with another human being over her shoulders it was done very well. Unnecessary, though. It was so unnecessary, but it was funny. It was hilarious. All right, the um, cruiserweight match. Um, Jack Gallagher went up against Neville. Um, these are two cruiserweights, and they just did very well. So it's a flying all over the ring. It was very entertaining. Gallagher did a headstand twice on top of the turnbuckle, which was just funny. And it was just a nice little jocking back and forth. Um, and it was just, it was done very, very well. It was very entertaining, to say the least. Um, Bailey um, defended her belt against Charlotte. She kept her belt. Good for her. Well, there was a hold on. There, there was a there was a quick um, like I caught some of the interviews beforehand. Mm-hmm. There was like a big deal there um, where it was like uh, wouldn't somebody like what we, we called um, not not eliminate someone couldn't make that match right. What, for Charlotte or Bailey? Yeah. No, what it was was that um, Charlotte usually comes out to the ring with her valet, if you will, mm-hmm. or her protege, Dana Brooke. And Bailey called her up and said, well, if you really are woman up to fight me, what you would do is you'll tell, uh, you'll tell Dana Brooke to stay in the back. So Charlotte comes out and just looked at her and told her to get off my stage and just and just dismissed her. Oh, and Dana okay. Brooke went back and Charlotte came out and they fought. And um, it was an interesting win. I mean, Sasha Banks came out and interfered in a, not in a dirty sort of way, but Charlotte rolled up, Bailey grabbed her tights, and Sasha flagged on her. She's holding her tights. And oh, snitch. She snitched. Snitching. She, she dry snitched on her. And she did. Um, ref was like, get off her tights. And of course, Charlotte gets up, screams at Sasha Banks. Bailey catch with her belly to belly. 
finishing move, Pinder, match is done. Um, eh, it was all right, match. It, it, I think the wrap-up of the match, the closing of the match was okay, but the match itself, they were flying all over the place, doing good spots. I mean, it was good. Okay, because um, the, title, the title's on the line. I'd like to think they're not half-assing it. There wasn't half-assing it. I think the finish was... It was an okay finish. It was the best possible finish you could have uh-huh. um, in, in that sort of scenario. What they was trying to build up, and it ended Sasha's. I mean, excuse me, Charlotte's streak of having of being undefeated in a pay per view. She they, they kept big it up. It's like okay, this is her sixteenth fight at a pay per view. She's never been pinned and blah blah blah. She never lost at a pay per view until this one. And it's kind of weird that they wasted it right now. They could have done it at WrestleMania. So it's kind of weird they did it right now at this pay per view. Her to lose. She should have won this pay per view and lost at WrestleMania. And I, I think it would have been a bigger pop for her character. Um, Sidetrack real quick. Owens and Goldberg. It was a match that lasted a little over 20 seconds. And Another Goldberg one? became champion. Oh, bullshit. So, in that... This is, go ahead, say, say what you got to say. This is like a historical thing where it's like, it should be... Goldberg's the first dude to hold um hold the... um yeah, It's the W... Ah, uh, uh, damn it. The uh, WCW title. And mm-hmm. now um, the WWE title, right? Um, WWE Universal title, correct? Universal title, yep, you. yep. Yeah. He's the first one. Okay, okay. So a match of that ca- uh, of that caliber, like this is this is this is some record breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. You telling me like one of those twenty second Brock Lesnar esque uh, uh, matches? It was worse. Than worse. Brock How was it worse? I mean, Brock Lesnar at least had some offense. Um, Owens had zero offense. Yeah. Um, Owens, Owens was starting off good doing like the stalling tactic uh, before the bell rang, so he would go out and go out walk around. Mm-hmm. Come back in, roll out, walk around. He did that for a good like five minutes. Okay, let's see where this is going. He steps into the ring. Um, Jericho's music hits. He looks, sees Jericho at the top of the apron because him and Jericho got this beef. Mm-hmm. Ref rings the bell. He turns around. Lesnar spears him. Jack Hammers him. Wins the title in about 22 seconds or so. Goldberg, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, Goldberg, you mean? Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg got it. Dude, that's garbage, though. Um, okay, okay, how long did he have the title? Um, he, oh, um, oh, my God. You talking about Owens? Yeah. Man, he has since August. Yo, mm-hmm. so that face right there is where I want to where I want to segment it to. <laughs> okay. They used to say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Pro wrestling fans are livid. They are angry. They are frustrated. I mean, I got a little group. Folks are mad on the group. What the hell is it? Blah, blah. I knew this was gonna happen. Blah blah. And this is the answer that I got. I'm not as mad because I knew this was gonna happen. And it's not because I it's not because I like the way it was booked. It's not because I understand why they booked it. But it is. I kind of understand it. Mm-hmm. WWE booked it for their fans, not for pro wrestling fans. The way these matches are booked, they're booked for WWE fans. Mm. So if you are a WWE fan, you are bought into Goldberg, you're bought into him as a character, you're bought into him um, in his imagery, you're bought into you're bought into certain characters, you're bought into that story. Mm. You're not bought into pro wrestling. So you're so trapped into this to this angle, you're not looking at the ramifications because you, my friend, as a pro wrestling fan, you're able to understand and see how this does not make sense for someone like Kevin Owens who carried his belt since August, but yet he's going to go into the biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, and not have his title. But rather Goldberg, who's a part-timer and 50 years old who can't wrestle for more than, for more than a couple of minutes because that's really what it comes down to. He gets two bad knees. So you got a guy who's a part-timer with two bad knees 
gonna he's gonna hold on to this belt for four weeks and not show up until WrestleMania. You got Lesnar. You got Lesnar, who's another part timer who's not gonna show up for four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got these part timers who are headlining your pay per view. For pro wrestling fans, that's asinine is insulting because you have a whole roster of guys who you're like, yo, give these guys a chance. Yeah. They have talent. They have the ability. But if you're a WWE fan, you just care about the spotlight and the glitch. You like the Goldberg chance. You like mm-hmm. the you like the smoke. You like the the visual effect of it. But you're not you're not really bought into the wrestlers in their careers you haven't followed them so for me my for me as a pro wrestling fan i'm looking at it as i remember owens he was kevin steen where he was wrestling in freaking middle school gyms he made it onto wwe they told him that he was that he wasn't gonna make it and he made it and he pushed through and he's doing a great job but next thing you know it's done and his start his push just got ended and it's just one of those sort of things where um where um out of nowhere you're like what happened to this guy and now it just stopped and at the at the same time, I was like, okay, you got Goldberg, and congratulations for all you WWE fans. It's a great deal. Goldberg looked great. Roman, Roman Reigns looked great. All your WWE guys look great. Mm-hmm. But for all these other pro wrestlers, these guys who extend beyond WWE, who have fan bases outside of WWE, are being pushed to the side. And AJ Styles, too. He's another one. Held the WWE title for a year. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go into WrestleMania with it. And it's just like, I'm not mad because I knew it was going to happen. Man, okay, that's that's honestly, I think when the whole thing of more presentation and let's be real politics comes yeah. into it, then actual wrestling itself. I understand, yeah. and we've had for a long time just to swallow that there's a big difference between uh, standard professional sports and professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the very least, I I, I would hope mm-hmm. that they that they'd have uh, some level of um, I guess of, of purity mm-hmm. of the wrestling maintained, just with that understanding of it's like, yo, we're meeting you halfway. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, it, it does it come down to there's more money to be made uh, from pulling like BS like this? Because I was looking forward to Goldberg matches. Granted, I don't have the P the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the PPV PPV mm-hmm. setup like you do, mm-hmm. but yo, I get the news afterwards. I'm just like, yo, I want to I want to see a solid match. I check the highlights mm-hmm. when those highlights are less than 20 seconds. <laughs> Pretty much, you, you it, it, there was a gift of the match, bro. Legit gift of the match. <laughs> you like saying so like a whole gift of this the, the whole match is wrapped up in the gift. I think it's um I think it is money and I think it's consistency mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if I know that I'm gearing my product towards um towards kids who are gonna watch it who and go buy the shirts, mom's gonna spend her check and get the kid to come to the show and you don't have to worry about the kid compared to anything else I mean from time to time you'll hear me on the show compare WWE pay-per-views to New Japan and I'll say without a doubt New Japan has a better product you won't hear a WWE fan ever say that they'll just say I love WWE and that's all I watch I watch John Cena I watch Roman Reigns I watch Brock Lesnar I watch these guys and I'm like well those guys aren't the best guys you'll find better guys in Ring of Honor that's how you got Kevin Owens because he came out of Ring of Honor that's how you got Seth Rollins because he came out of Ring of Honor I don't want to talk about all that stuff before I just want to talk about him right now in WWE as if everyone else doesn't matter and I think that's where Vince realized uh, that his goal is to build up his own WWE base not to go after pro wrestling fans but to go after WWE fans who are tied into the product not be. pro wrestling and right. it's unfortunate but there you go oh, th- thank you Jay for that and I'll remind our listeners uh, you can still sign up for Bodog Fight it's out there uh, <laughs> <laughs> bum, right. bum fights in the middle of the square <laughs> alright now Jay thank you very much that was the breakdown of WWE Fastlane yeah, um, what's next on the roster you know offhand um, Wrestlemania will be next in about four weeks or so so right. that's it alright good stuff alright well I mean Theoretically good stuff. 
We'll see. All right, but this has been the Geek Down here on WEMF. I want to thank you all for listening to another action-packed episode, and also want to prepare you for packs coming up. Mm-hmm. Turn to my man Dale Stones. Hey, thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Oh, thank you, man. Hello, podcast to, uh, man. The checkouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? The checkout. Okay, yeah, yeah, check out Comic Con Vixens. Plug your show. Plug your show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm asleep at the wheel here. Uh, yeah. So Comic Con Vixens coming up this Saturday uh, on the 11th, and it's going to be uh, nine o'clock. Not, actually, doors. 9 o'clock show, 9.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, come on down. General admission still available. See you then. Cool. You can get your tickets mm-hmm. on Facebook. I, I know, I, we, we know you. You're anxious to like, get out of here and play that Twitch again. Give it up. <laughs> Switch. You know what I mean. Switch. Switch um, on Twitch, yeah. Well, no, that was terrible. I just realized what I said. It's like you're anxious to get out of here and be that Switch again. This, 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 this whole thing took a very wrong turn very quickly. Burns uh, deep inside. I, I, I blame you. Just Johnny. <laughs> you. This guy. All right. want to thank JM. Peace, peace. Still a priest himself. Yay, yay. Mm-hmm. And DJ Herbie Herb. Bye, guys. I'm man. All right, I want to remind you all to check us every Monday night, 9 p.m. right here on WEMFradio.com. And in between, you can check us out on social media. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook at slash the geek down. We're on, um, what's the other one? YouTube. One the bird. Well, well, Twitter. 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 Thank you. We're on Twitter. <laughs> What's up with the one with the birds? With the birds names? <laughs> slash the geek down. Also, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash geek down. And you can look us up on iTunes. And we are the first one that comes up as geek down for all this deliciousness. And we will catch you all next Monday night right here. Same bat time. Same bat channel. But until then, promise me, for me, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.